Welcome to the Working on the Weekend podcast. When you freelance or own your own business, you likely operate outside the typical nine to five. Join Peyton Robinson and Eileen Talkman each week as they spill the tea on being freelance marketers in the content and social world. You'll hear real life experiences about the grind of freelancing and poke a little fun at corporate America too. You'll never know what to expect from Peyton and Eileen's job in an ever-changing digital world. But one thing's for sure, they'll always be working on the weekends. Working on a weekend like usual. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Working on the Weekends podcast with your hosts, Peyton Robinson, and of course, Eileen Talkman. Hello. Today, we're doing a mini-sode. As you guys know, we're on a weekly pod schedule now, and we do mini-sodes every other Monday. So today, we are talking about how to ask for more money how to ask for a raise, whether you're a freelancer and you want to raise your rates or you are a full-time salaried employee and you're like, I need more money. This job is just too much. I need more money. We're talking about it today. It's kind of a taboo topic. Yeah. And I don't know why or how that became a thing, um, like just societally, but societally, do you think that's a word? It is right now. I don't know how that became a thing, but it has. And so we're talking about it today. And we're going to get some tips for how to approach the conversation, how to say why and prove your worth and why you deserve more money, and then just overall what to do if they're like, no, we can't give you more money. So let's get right into it with yes. how do you have the conversation? And listen, we're contractors, right? So it's kind of weird because for us, you start a job and you say what you want to be paid and either they can afford it or they can't, you know, and you can, you know, negotiate whatever you want on your end, but it is really like, this is what my rate is. But then, you know, a year passes, maybe two years and you're like, listen, I'm doing a lot for these guys and I know I'm better than anyone else they could hire in my price range. So I think I want to raise my rates. But just starting that conversation and like bringing that to whoever your client is, or if you're a salaried employee, like your boss, I know a lot of people wait for like their year review or whatever that looks like, which you totally can. But there are times when you're like, I need to have this conversation now because if I don't get a raise in the next couple of months, like I need to start looking for a new job. I can't wait till December for my review or whatever it is for you, right? So Eileen, when it comes to having this conversation- What's our first tip? So our first tip is how you approach the conversation. Yes. Um, And this is something that you can be very like, you know, approach it like you're doing a presentation for a customer, a client, whatever it may be. And you kind of can give your little like progress report of what you've been working on how you have helped achieve business goals, how you have helped make the company money, how you have saved time in certain aspects, because everything that we work on can be like datafied in a way. Like you can keep track of these sorts of things, Um, especially in social media. There's a lot of numbers attached to the things that you work on. Totally. And you can pull that information and kind of share your worth and your value in in a numeric way. And nobody can really argue with data when it comes to these sorts of situations. So having those numbers and that proof that you provide a lot of value is valuable in itself. 
Totally. Yeah. I think like a good example of this would be you're starting to work with a client and you're like, okay, what are your goals with Instagram? Like, how are you wanting to use it? What are you looking for? And they say, oh, we're looking to increase our awareness. We want more people to know that our brand exists and, you know, start to just join into our net and become a part of, you know, our community. And so, okay, how do we show that? We show that through impressions. That's a really good way to see that. Impressions and reach show how many new people are coming and looking at your Instagram page, viewing your reels, liking your posts, those kinds of things. And you're able to sit there in front of you know your client and say, okay, that was your goal in January of 2023. It is now August. And when it comes to impressions, we've increased X amount you know, over what they've looked for. And maybe we're also getting a lot of link clicks. And then a lot of times that's enough. Like you're, you've done what they're looking for and above that. And like, you deserve to be compensated for that. And I think what it comes down to really for this is your manager, your client, whoever it is, they're shelling out money, right? Like whether it's their money and they're a small business or it's money that they have in their budget, they are looking to see, is it worth it? is the ROI there? So if they're looking for impressions and you're saying, hey, you're getting a lot of impressions, more than we even anticipated you'd get, it's worth it to them. If you're not able to prove that, then it might not seem as worth it to them. So coming with that like progress report is like, okay, see, like it's worth something and it's actually worth more than what you're paying me, which is why I'm asking for more money. Yeah. And I think sometimes depending on, you touched on this, Peyton, the type of company that you're working for, um, I think a lot of times freelancers are brought into those like startup smaller companies that don't have the like budget to hire a full-time employee that they need to offer benefits to and stuff like that. They might not have set those expectations for you at the beginning because they're like, we're just trying to show up on social media and this is what we need your help with. But for them, it could be how many followers did they gain? how consistent have you been on social media? Like, right. you know, you, you guys, before me, you were posting like once every other week and it was really random. Now we have established, we're posting Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays about these certain topics and, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah. So if it, if you don't have that tangible data, like we were referencing a couple seconds ago, you can also talk about how you've improved yeah. the cadence of posting and you know, the quality, the quality too. Yeah, exactly. That's a big one. It's like, okay, yeah, you could find someone on Fiverr to do an entire month of social posts for 500 bucks a month, but what's the quality? Like there's a difference in quality. And when you're working with people that are more experienced, the quality is going to be better. And you know, that's that alone is like a huge win for the brand and is worth more money, right? Because everything yeah. looks better. Things are performing better just because they are better overall. Right. So there are I'm going to get really fancy here. There are quantitative and qualitative items that you can bring to this like little progress report meeting to show your worth. Yeah. Look at you. So true. Okay. Love. Okay. The next one, this one I feel like is pretty self-explanatory except for me and Eileen are like kind of um, in our heads about everything. So it's maybe not that easy for me and you could be listening and think it's not that easy for you, but just being respectful, polite, and patient in the conversation, you know, I think the hardest part is coming into these conversations and not being very like emotional or timid. Like the best thing you can do in this kind of situation is be very direct with what you're looking for. Hey, and not just like, you know, I'm looking for more money, like have a number in mind. I, my current rate is 20, I don't know what someone, maybe someone that's new, they're, they're 
started off at 22, they they want to increase the rates to 28. Like you have to have that number ready because you're coming in here as like also an authority in this conversation as like, I know what I'm talking about and I know what I'm worth, which we'll get into in a second, knowing what you're worth. But just overall, like going into the conversation, very direct, you know, obviously very polite and respectful and nice, but hey, this is what I've been doing. I have my whole presentation ready and just going through it without being emotional and then getting to the part where you, it's going to have to come out. You're going to have to say it. I'd like more money. I'd like to increase my rates. I'd like to increase my salary by X amount. Eventually the words are going to have to come out. So when they do, make sure they're coming out in a way that's concise and confident. And I think that makes a huge difference. For sure. And that is a perfect segue into you know, you're, you're coming to them, you're showing them what you've done. You're confident, like Peyton just said, but you also need to explain the why behind why you are looking for a raise. So there are tons of reasons. Honestly, there's one simple reason too, because people just want to make more money. Like it doesn't actually have to be that deep. People just want to make more money. I don't think think there's a very small group of people on the planet that are like, nah, I'm good. Like I don't need to make more money. And that's great. Good for them. <laughs> Honestly, great for them, but it's not us. No. Most people are probably like, no, I, I want to make more money. Yeah. And you should. And if you're doing a good job, like this isn't something that should be like, that's why at the beginning, like th- this, the taboo like environment that's created around these topics, why? Like if you're doing a good job and you want to make more money, like we all know that we're going to this job and we're showing up every day or we're working hard for money. At the end of the day, that's why we're there. That's why we're doing whatever we're doing. So it's like, yeah, I would like more money. Like, I don't know what to say. I'm a human. Like, for sure. They're also like your clients also going to their boss and asking for more money. You know what I mean? We all want more, more money. There's yeah. like never enough. And the off chance that you're listening to this podcast and you're like, mm, I've kind of been coasting for a while at work and, you know, but more money sounds nice. Also, think about if you really do deserve it. Is that so bad for me to say? <laughs> no. No, that's so true. I mean, okay, for to be fair, there has been clients that I've done like some part-time work on that I'm like I am giving them exactly what they asked for. No more, right. no less. I they, that's I deserve exactly what I'm making here. But when you're going above and beyond and you're doing so much work outside of even like what yeah. you're hired to do, it's time to have the conversation. But if you know you're in your lazy girl job mm-hmm. and you are just trying to get by, yeah. Maybe like, let's, I'm just trying to say, let, let's be a little realistic here. If you're getting like tons of feedback from your manager too, that's like, <laughs> hey, you're doing this wrong and this wrong and this wrong. And then like the most excited you've been to work on something is to work on your progress report to show them why you think you deserve yeah, more money. No, like mean. maybe we should reevaluate right now. That's so funny. I just true. don't want to inspire somebody in a delusional way with this podcast. No, it's so true. You guys, there are people out there that I've worked for that I would never ask for more money from, okay? Then there's the people that I've done a, a 120% above what their expectations were. And I want to ask for more money. Yeah. And you should too. And we've all worked with the people that you're like thinking of right now. And you're like, oh my gosh, Mm. they don't ever deserve a raise. Like they don't even deserve to be here, let alone (laughs) ask for a raise. And like by asking, you're just like highlighting yourself as like, just reminding them of everything you're not doing. You know, they're like, wait, you are saying that we've increased impressions by this much, but I told you I wanted 10 posts going out a week and you've only done three. It's like, oh, well, Right. Let's not talk about that. I'm so sorry that I went rogue there. I just no. It's like, so helpful. I don't want us to act like we're so entitled that we all deserve more. You deserve more if you are doing an amazing job. 
and going above and beyond. And the beauty is if right now you're like, listen, I want more money, but I'm not doing a great job. Sweet. Change it. Yeah. Start doing a better job. And then in six months, ask for a raise. Beautiful. Works out. Perfect you gotta, advice. You got to do the, the work as well to ask for more money. That's part of it. For sure. But those who listen to the Working on Weekends podcast, we are super hardworking. We go above and beyond. We are amazing. So because that's who we know is listening to this podcast, we're going to go into the tips yes. of how to explain why you deserve more money. Let's do it. So sorry about that little derailment, everybody. No, I love that. Um, one thing you can do, which there are so many tools out there that you can like look up what um, someone in your job title and in your geographical area and your demographics, what kind of salaries are people in those categories making? Um, one tool that I really like specifically is i think we're all familiar with indeed.com it's a search engine tool for jobs but they also have a salary calculator where you can kind of plug in that information and it gives you like a range of what people are making who are doing similar things to you so i would suggest you know doing that maybe typing you know as a freelancer you don't really have a specific job role but maybe typing in a couple different ones looking up the numbers um, and the ranges and you know you can use that information to determine the new, you know, number you'd like to be hitting and then use that as a source to back up, you know, why you're asking for a $5 an hour increase. If yeah. that's, you know, the example. Another tip is on the same on the same token here is to go to Glassdoor, okay, which is another search engine, they have an app, whatever, and go look up the specific company. And you're able to see salaries based off of other people in the company, whether they currently work there or have left the company. Basically, to use Glassdoor in that way, you have to also submit information. So if I submitted what I make as a contractor for a client, then I can see what other people have done. And you would be surprised how many people have that are currently working somewhere or have worked somewhere in the past that have uploaded what they were making for that title. So if you're a social media manager and you see that they have social media specialists or something else on the team or email managers or whatever it is, even if they're not in the exact same role as you, they are at the same company as you, especially if you're salaried. Um, they also have like contract and jobs and stuff on there too. But specifically for salaried people, go on there and see what other people that are at your level in other departments or even in your own department, what they're making. And then, you know, that's a good gauge too. It's like, okay, someone on, you know, the email team is making, that's in like basically the same role as me, but they do email and I do social. They're making 10 grand more than me. Okay. And that was submitted three years ago. So with inflation, it's probably even more. So like, that's a good gauge too of like, I know people in this company are making this amount of money at the, doing the exact same job essentially. So like, let me bring that information to the table as well. Yeah. So basically use your resources. And those are just two examples, Indeed and Glassdoor, but there are a ton of other resources out there. Um, yeah. But those Bring two specifically, we will link on the Working yeah. on Weekends Instagram page. We'll probably yeah. put that in our stories maybe a couple times just to remind everybody. Yeah. And it's also just fun. Like Then it's like, oh, like what does somebody in the same role as my manager make? Like It's fun. You guys dig down that hole. <laughs> It's a good time. <laughs> Another thing you can do if, you know, you're looking on Glassdoor and Indeed and you're like, I don't know, like this isn't really what I do or it's kind of what I do, but I actually do a lot more than that. My whole team is kind of doing different stuff than what we thought we were doing. You can always ask 
people, this is something, again, when it comes to like the taboo stuff, you guys know, okay? I'm sorry. Eileen and I, when we first met each other, we were like, what do you make? What do you make? What are you charging when you're working with these type of people? Yeah. Like how much do you charge for this? How much would you charge for that? Like those are conversations that like don't have to be uncomfortable. It's income, any like salary or rate transparency, that's really important. And a lot of people are super comfortable telling you there's going to be people that are like none of your business. And I know that there's companies that are like, don't talk about it. If you're not in any of those boats, like obviously don't get fired over this, but if you're not in one of those boats, ask your coworker, hey, I know you did your review two months ago, not even maybe what they make, how much of an increase did you get? For your bonus last year, I know there's a lot of jobs where bonuses are just, you know, based on performance. For your bonus last year, what range were you in? Were you in the 2%? Like whatever it is, like ask those questions to people that you work with. And if you're a contractor and you don't work with anyone, ask other people in your field. Ask, you can literally ask me or Eileen. DM us on, if you work in social, DM us on Instagram and be like, is this a fair rate for this project? And I will tell you yes or no. Like yeah. that's the beauty of finding and networking with people in the same space as you is there's transparency there. And that that's good to know that like, Hey, I'm charging $20 an hour for something when I started, just cause I thought that that was a good amount just to turn around and find out that every single other person's charging 40 or, or more. And I didn't know that. And now I'm just like working for nothing compared to everyone else. Like those are things that you don't know until you know, so seek out people and build relationships with people that can guide you and you can guide them when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah, that's great advice. It's good to have those conversations with people. The next reason why you deserve more money, and I think we can all agree that life lately is expensive. Life lately? Life lately. I roll. If you know, you know. I, I was hoping you would notice I said that. Life lately is expensive. Gas is expensive. You know, even just the things that we don't need that we just like, like a Starbucks drink, more expensive than ever. Um, McDonald's. Have you been to like a fast food place recently? um, Yeah. I feel like you haven't. The other day. Okay. Chick-fil-A has always been more expensive. True. Like a McDonald's cheeseburger meal. Okay. So like a a McDonald's, Burger King, Taco Bell. Yes. Yes. Like like, way more expensive. So I got – Sorry, guys. This is no, so I boring. <laughs> I got a cheeseburger meal with mm-hmm. a Diet Coke and Foz mm-hmm. got a meal. It was 20-something dollars. Wow. And it's just like I can remember getting – me and Foz have always gotten the exact same meal since I was like 17 years old yeah. at McDonald's. And I remember pulling out like a 10 and like a couple – like maybe a single. Like it was like $11 or maybe $12, like $6 a meal or something. And it's, now it's like – double. Like it's literally double the price. Like we got Burger King one day, 30 something dollars, 30. What the heck? And yeah. And that's fast food. That's supposed to be like the cheapest, worst food ever. Yes. Yeah. Eggs. Eggs. Remember that was like a whole thing this summer. Like eggs were so expensive. I think they've gone down a little bit, but no, I get the happy eggs, dude. The pasture raised ones. Yeah. $10 a carton. Okay. We could go on and on. There are so many things that are just more expensive than ever. And that's yeah. just inflation, the economy, whatever you want to call it, that's going to happen for the rest of our lives. But if life gets more and more expensive, you need to be making more money. Yeah. So even at a minimum, you should be asking for a little bit of like a cost of living increase every year. Every year. Yeah. Yeah. The cost of living goes up every year, you guys. Inflation goes like, like inflation's constantly going up. We all know that. 
And so asking, increasing your rates or asking for a little bump in your salary, a couple thousand dollars or whatever it is, that's really not a raise. Like that's just the cost of things. Right. So So even at a minimum, like if you, if you don't feel like having that huge conversation about like, I want so much more money, blah, blah, blah. I would say every year, January 1st or end of January, when you're sending your invoices out, you just, you can just even say, oh, my rate was $50 an hour. It is now $52 an hour because of cost of living increase for this new year. And those little baby increases are never an issue, honestly. Like just they shouldn't be. If they are, that's an issue with your client. If two dollars is like the end of the world, that yeah, there's an issue there because I mean it shouldn't be a two dollar increase or a couple thousand dollars a year is like really not that big of a deal. Um, It shouldn't be. It really shouldn't. Um, And that's usually an easier way to handle it too. If you're kind of nervous, it's just kind of like, hey, as you'll see on my first invoice for January. I had to increase my, not even had to, I've increased my rates by $2.50. Cost of living has gone up, inflation, et cetera. Bye. Bye. And Eileen and I have both done that and like nothing happens. Nothing happens. You just get the money. Um, Yeah. Also too, specifically for the cost of living increases and just like little like um, merit increases, Mm -hmm. you know, for doing a good job, you should in theory have a manager that comes to you about those things initially without you having to bring them up. Hey, not everyone's perfect. We have a lot going on. If they don't remember, I don't think it's because they're like, they hate you or anything like that. But if you do have a manager that approaches you about that subject, that's like a really, that's a green flag. One of my clients, one of my clients um, did that this year. And I think they might be listening. So hi, client. Um, but we were redoing my contract and renewing it. If you have contracts, that's a good way too. If yeah. they renew once a year, it has like your rate and stuff in there. So you can be like, Hey, I'm like, I'd like to bump up whatever. But she texted me and was like, Hey, we're renewing your contract. You should be making more money. Like what amount? Tell me an amount and I'll have the legal team draft it with that amount. And that's really is a sign of a good manager and someone that's mm-hmm. advocating for what's best for you. And like understands like what you need when it comes to making more money. And if you're doing a good job, you guys, not all the time, but sometimes that's recognized and they come to you. And if they don't, yeah, yeah, like Eileen said, it really doesn't mean anything. I think we're all just so busy. It's like, hey, they want more money. I'm sure they'll ask if they want it. Right. Or just do it. You just gave a shout out. I have to give a shout out too to someone else who also works at this company who I know will listen to this podcast. She always comes to me at the end of every year and is like, hey, for next year, you know, this is what you're making right now. How do you feel? Do you think that's fair? Do you want to be making a little bit more? Like, what do you think? And we have a conversation about it. And yeah, that's so great. So shout, shout out. out to the queens. K and D. They know, like everyone know. knows, everyone knows. Okay. Um, okay. Sorry guys. We're just having too but much yes, fun. Blame it on inflation. You guys, if you need to, if you need an excuse, if you're uncomfortable, blame it on the economy. It's you the always, economy. You always have that. Totally. Okay. The last tip here, you guys, for the reasons why you deserve more money. Okay. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. I'm trying not to laugh because this one's a little funny and I'm going to tell you right now, before I say it, I have done this. And it has worked, okay? This one is a tried and true, but I would say like last resort, okay? You could see what other companies are offering for a similar position. So you could see someone that's 
other companies are looking for social media specialist salaried or a contractor for something. And, you know, look, look around on Glassdoor, Indeed, everything we talked about, see what's out there, and then report back to your boss. Like, hey, I saw this job. It looks really good for um, Stanley. And, you know, you get some free Stanley cups with it. They're actually like offering 10 grand more than I'm making in this role. So I'm considering applying. I'm not sure if that's something you guys could match. Like if that's a conversation we can have, but if not, like I do just want to let you know, like I will be applying for a couple of jobs that I saw just because of, you know, the salary difference. And telling you guys, this just one a works. Light, just a light threat. Uh, so light. You guys like sprinkle the threat in with the least amount of um, spice possible. Violence. Violence. Just very, just very sweetly, especially if you're on a one-on-one and can kind of just like ease it into the conversation instead of like making a call for it. Because if you make the call, then it is a threat. Like if you're like getting on this call, like I'm about to apply for jobs, threat. But if you bring it up organically, not a threat, just a light like I might. Don't make me. Try me. Try me. And if you're doing a really good job, yeah, exactly. If you're doing a really good job, a lot of the times they can't afford to lose you. They they cannot afford to use lose you and spending more money to have you and keep you is worth it. So again, just make sure you're doing a good job because this could backfire and they could be like, oh sweet, yeah, go apply. Bye. We don't like totally, you anyways. Totally. It, we, we mean all of this last tip in slight jest. Like obviously, 100%. Yes, don't be don't be like, I'm gonna quit and apply to this job. But there this is a this is a normal thing. People do this all the time. They say, Hey, like, you know, or maybe you've had that salary conversation a couple times already, or that increase, you know, rate conversation a couple times and they're not able to do anything for you. That's when you can come back and say, Hey, I'm gonna start looking elsewhere if we're not able to, you know, figure this out soon. And, and people, I would that happens a lot. People yeah, do this. This is not like common. an uncommon suggestion we're giving. Yeah. And I will say too to that, when we're talking about like I again, this is all kind of a, this one's kind of a joke. But if you are going to do this, make sure you're actually applying. Like this is something you were actually gonna do anyways. Like don't just like say this without like anything backing it. Because yeah, and the off chance that they're like, okay, sounds good. We'll start looking for a new contractor or whatever. And you're like, wait, that's not how I thought that was going to go. Well, I hope you were actually had jobs you were planning on applying to. So, um, yeah. Okay. We have one more teeny tiny section. We sure do. So basically, let's say you've gone through all of this stuff that we've already talked about. And they're really, really unable to give you more money for what you're currently doing. They're like, there's just like we are tapped out with the amount of hours you currently are working, this is like the rate we can offer you, or this is the salary we can offer you, you can then turn it around and offer to do more work. So if your end goal really is to just be making more money, you might have to work a little bit more to make that money. So you can, you know, offer to add different things to your current workload. If you're only working on, you know, LinkedIn and Facebook, say, I'd like to start doing stuff on Instagram and YouTube, or, you know, you guys are kind of low on video content on your social channels. I'd like to start doing more of that and just offer to show up in a different way, which would include increasing your hours, which therefore you'll be making more money. Exactly. And they're getting something out of it too. It's not like you're saying, like the rest of this conversation is like, hey, I kind of want to do my same job. I'll still kick it doing it, but like I'm going to do my same job, but for more money. This is like I will do more for more money and they get something out of it. 
you know, something additional that they aren't already receiving from you. And to that point too, if you're doing a lot of stuff that's outside of your job role and you're not getting paid for it, that's a really clear indicator you need to have a conversation because if you sign if you set up, you know, started working with a client in last fall and we're now about a year later and you're recognizing like, hey, I, I was only supposed to do organic Instagram and Facebook content. And suddenly now I'm doing paid stuff. I'm doing videos that wasn't, you know, a part of my job role, like those kind of things. That's a good time to like have a conversation like, hey, happy to do all of this. I've been doing it. And you can see, you know, what what my work performance is on all of these different items. But I do need more money in order to keep doing it. Or, you know, I can't, I'd like to scale back to what scale back. Um, I'd like to go back to what we initially agreed to. But that's also the right use of scale, I think. Yeah, it 100%. It's so annoying because we use it right and no one else does. Yes. Agreed. Um, And I can't get into that right now, but the jargon has been jargoning lately, you guys. It is is uncontrollable. It's like to the point where I, I can't read a message. Like there needs to be like Literally. A decipher, like yes. a translator. A little Google Chrome extension that's yes. like a little magnifying glass. And when you like scroll over it, it changes it to regular speech, layman's terms, regular layman's human terms. conversation. Hate that for it's, us. It's it's tough times out there right now for the jargon. <laughs> it really, really is. Okay. <laughs> okay. So let's recap. Sure. What just happened it. here? So we are talking about how to ask for more money. And we're saying, listen, if you want to first step, have the conversation. How do we approach it? Come with something. Come with some details on what you've been doing, what you want to do, if you want to expand your job role, any information that you found, any data on salaries, anything like that, that you can bring to them to the table. Like, okay, um, you know, people are making more money than me doing the same job. I'm doing a really good job. Let me show you that. Ask people that you work with, coworkers, people in your field, connect with someone on LinkedIn and ask them if this is a fair rate, if they're willing to help you, you know, look over a contract or something like that. Do those things. And then worst case scenario, you could always blame it on the economy or threaten. <laughs> yep. Th- that's our final advice. Or a light threat and blame the economy as always. Yep. So that is a pretty much... That puts everything kind of into a nutshell. A nice little bow here for you guys. Mm-hmm. That was more jargon. I can't stop. Those were two jargons in a row. I can't stop those were the jargon. Cute. So I'm going to let Eileen take over from here. Maybe. Ooh. For our next episode, I think I'm going to ask Chat GPT to write like an intro or an outro for the podcast using a lot of corporate jargon. jargon. Let's yeah. See what they come up with. Hey, I love that. I really, really like that. We should okay, do it that- for the intro and outro, but you do one and I do one and we don't tell each other. Okay. Like, like we don't – I just will read mine like as if you don't know mm-hmm. and vice versa. Okay, wait. Okay. That's so cute. Yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> Look at us combining so many of our different podcasts. Like we've got Corporate Jargon segment, AI podcast episode. Look at us combining it all together. I love it. And I love you. Um, Okay, guys. Well, I hope that those tips were helpful. You know, it is, we're entering Q4 here pretty soon. Crazy. Um, um, it's so crazy. Podcast one year anniversary question is mark. Coming up in November, I believe. Yeah. Cute. It, it, yeah, I guess November. 
because I was still something special for that episode. I have some ideas. Oh, great! I'll text you. Perfect. If you guys ever have any ideas, by the way, of topics you'd like us to cover, types of people you'd like us to interview, please let us know. I think we would love to hear, you know, from you guys. um, Yeah. What you would want to hear more of, or you know, which topics that we talk about. You know, we obviously have freelance, like contractor related topics. We have like corporate life related topics. We have social media related topics. Which one of these is your favorite like content pillar? Which one do you guys look forward to the most to? We're just curious. Yeah. And you could also even just leave it in your review on Apple Podcasts. (laughs) Great suggestion. We are always looking for more ratings and reviews on Um, You can rate on Spotify, but you can rate and review on Apple Podcasts. We have a cute little handful of them in there, but would love to hear from you guys um, and know what you're thinking about the podcast and get some feedback. So that is assignment number one. Assignment number two, please check us out on the Working on the Weekends Instagram and TikTok. We are pumping out content all the time. We share, you know, little snippets from our episodes. We share fun little like memes, pop culture memes. We make video content. We give you guys just like corporate tips, corporate life tips and work-life balance tips. We are doing it all. So check us out on there. That's assignment number two. Assignment number three, get ready for the next episode that's coming out in a week. Heck yeah. And if you've already, if you're already prepared, you have your alarm set on your phone for next week's episode, even though they're all at different times. So you won't know. You just have to be ready all day on Monday. However, you can always go back and listen to some old episodes. Maybe you've missed yeah. some. You know, it lets That's you know. Assignment number four. Assignment number four, you gotta catch back up. Yep. Or li- re-listen. Like our both of our birthday episodes, if you're just in the mood for a feel-good episode, yeah. listen to either Eileen's birthday episode or my birthday episode. They're a fun time. I love that. Those were those were really fun ones to do. I know. Okay. So that's a wrap on this episode. Thanks for tuning in. Like we said, we'll be back next Monday with a full length episode. And we are so looking forward to talking to you guys then. All right. Bye guys. Bye. Bye. Working on a weekend like usual.